Welcome back to Cardiology, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Judy, and we are back once again to try to get geared up for a very important matchup with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are coming into town, um, and we are looking for uh, our Browns team to somehow start to show some life um, and give us something to cheer about. Um, to kind of help me pick out some of the keys to this game and what we might be looking for and how the Browns can actually pull off this win, we are joined once again by our good friend Gary Marr. Hi, Gary. Hey, Mark. Good to be here. Thanks for joining me. Um, so let's get let's get into it. Let's start to talk about this Tampa Bay matchup, um, a matchup that when we were all together and we talked about the possibility of a win in the three games we actually called out that probably the most likely place that we could get a win was against tampa bay um and i think we all voiced the concern about whether or not we would win in buffalo and also voiced that we thought we might have a shot in miami well as it turns out we did not have a shot in miami um we did have a shot in buffalo um, and now here we are back at Tampa Bay. So um, the Browns come into this game three and seven. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are sitting at five and five. But the interesting part is even at a 500 record, Tampa Bay is in a hunt for the top of their division. So these are important games to them no matter what. Um, and then obviously we throw in the added specter of Tom Brady coming in and getting the opportunity to pick at some of the weaknesses of our team. So a very, a very interesting matchup um, and one that we're really going to have to focus in on. What, what are some of the things that you personally are thinking about Gary, as we go into this all important matchup? Well, it's a it's an interesting game for me, and it's gonna it's a it's a tough one when you look at it. It's a lot tougher than I thought when we were first talking there earlier, and we thought, hey, this is the one we got to win, and this is the probably the easiest one for us to win. Um, Tampa Bay seems to have kind of figured it out. Uh, they they're coming back off a bye, so they've certainly had extra time to to plan for us. Uh, they're on a winning streak. <laughs> one of the most uh, interesting facts that I, I've heard is that uh, Tom Brady is undefeated since his uh, divorce. So, um, you know, he's got that going for him. <laughs> so, you know, we, we've got to look at all of that. But when, when you look at the, the positives that are happening at, for Tampa Bay, and they certainly got a number of things going well for them right now, um, I think the, the one interesting thing to look at is their run defense. And I think that, you know, while, while that's a weakness of ours, it, it's certainly a weakness of theirs as well. And it's something that with Nick Chubb could certainly certainly play well into our favor. Um, they're giving up a lot of yards for carry uh, for, to running backs. And I think if we stick to, stick to a decent game plan and giving Chubb the ball, moving it down, controlling that ball, controlling the uh, time of possession, things along those lines, uh, that we could do very well in this game and that could work out very well for us. Well, I think that um, as we look at this game and we look at the them coming in, you're right. You know, Tampa Bay is maybe not bowling anybody over, but they're winning games um, yeah. and they've got momentum. Um, so coming in here, 
I, I think the first thing that I'm looking at is you have to figure out how to stop a run. Um, because yeah. now coming in, you have a Tampa Bay team that doesn't necessarily run the ball a lot, but when they do, they've got Leonard Fournette, who is a very capable veteran. Um, and he's very capable of taking control of a game. Um, if you're not going to tackle him, he's going to run right all, all over you. So um, that's going to be a big piece um, because there's not right now an offensive coordinator worth his salt that would come in and play the Browns and not look to exploit our run defense. Um, now, that being said, one of the big issues that we've had with this Browns defense has been their apparent inability to focus on more than one aspect of the game at any one given time. Um, so the challenge of them selling out to potentially stop the run or improve stopping the run um, leaves us vulnerable on the back end to the likes of um, Chris Godwin and also two of Mike Evans um, and how that actually looks. And so, look, and those are big weapons there too. And and Tom Brady, the the last few weeks uh, has really shown a return to form in terms of the passing game. So you're right; those are guys. That if we focus too much on the run, they certainly could burn us. You know, in the passing game. And you know, if you look at our game versus Buffalo, we did a pretty good job of shutting down the passing game, but but then we gave up the run. So it, it's a matter of you're right. We can't just focus on one thing. We have to focus on both areas of the game. Play a complete game on defense, which honestly has been been very tough for us. Yeah. So it, the defense is a big deal, but I also would say, you know, we need to get a little bit healthy in our strengths. The Browns' rushing game has not looked its best in our last two games. Um, you know, if you go back and you look at our matchup in Miami, um, Nick Chubb was not getting very many yards and then managed to break off uh, a 30-plus yard run for a touchdown that kind of balanced out the stat sheet. Um, you look at last week's stats, and they were miserable. Um, you know, 14 rushes, I believe, for, I think, 19 yards, yeah. um, which is, you know incredibly daunting. Um, you know, those, those rushes were not happening. We were not getting those blocks. Now, um, does that boil down to some of the issues that we've had with the health of our offensive line? I think it's possible. I think some of our um, core offensive linemen have kind of showed a little bit of rust as they've come back from these injuries. Um, they're definitely trying to get in there and work it, but but they are showing um, some weaknesses. And so I think that one of the things that can really help us feel better about the Browns as a whole is to get that rushing game back engaged. Um, I think that in terms of our, our passing offense, you know, we're coming off a very high passing uh, week in Buffalo. And, and a strong showing by Jacoby Brissett and the receiving core. Um, but I'm kind of hoping that we get back into the mode of Jacoby not needing to do that much. Um, so he he pretty much protected the ball last week. Um, you know, we had the one fluke 
uh, fumble in in the transition from our our center to our backup. Um, but in the most part, he protected the ball. He got it where it needed to be, and he was taking advantage of what he could with play action and stepping up into the pocket when he needed to. So I'm hopeful that we can maybe take a little bit of that weight off that we can actually get Nick Chubb going, get Kareem Hunt going and, and get back to that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd be lying if I, if I said that I felt super comfortable about going into a game, not running the ball very well, the last two games, because, um, as much as I like Kevin Stefanski and his offense, um, he shows a tendency that when the running game's not working the way he wants to, he shows a tendency to quickly give it up. Um, and so I'm really, really hopeful that a game plan going in is not centered around things that are not our strengths. So that'll be an interesting piece for me to be watching. Yeah, and I, I think the other thing, and you you kind of touched on this too, is we need to be smart when we're running the ball. I think I think running, we need to run the ball. To, they give up, I think they give up an average of four point five yards per carry. Tampa Bay does, so you know certainly there's that um, yeah, there's an opening there to run that ball. But we have to be conscious of that offensive line, and you know if you got a third string center in there, maybe you don't run it up the middle right behind you know your third string center. You run it off to the sides or things along those lines, and I. That's where again we struggle is is kind of adjusting our game plan from uh, you know based on who's in there and what's going on. So hopefully you know we've got that time to think about it this week that that we are looking at those and we're going to keep running the ball, but we're going to just run it a little more smart and and make sure we run run to our strengths. Yeah, you know what uh, a great um, highlight to that and something that we didn't touch upon um, in our last episode. Um, you know, the Browns had that one series where they attempted the quarterback sneak twice um, in order to get a yard and couldn't get it. Um, and I was in a bar um, where everybody was screaming and hollering, why aren't we handing that ball off? And I had to kind of think in my mind, didn't we have this same situation at the beginning of the season where we did hand the ball off? And we did get stuffed, and everybody's conversation uh, was, why aren't you letting your quarterback do a quarterback sneak uh, alongside of this really great center? Um, well, we have a backup center. So the yeah. idea of how that worked and what might be happening, I think, is is something we got to keep in mind. And, and that's a great point, that how we run the ball is going to be just as important as how often we run the ball um, and, and really getting those pieces into place. Um, you know, I, I think if, if I'm looking at this, you know, there's, there's other pieces, like I said, the, when it comes to the receiving core, um, you know, they've been consistent, just stay consistent, stay available, get open when we need you to be open. Um, maybe get some extra blocks downfield um to help us out in that as well but just stay consistent stay engaged um when we look at the defense um you know i i'm going to continue to keep watching the progression of martin emerson um you know he he has shown some rookie mistakes um but 
he has shown a very strong capacity for being forgetful about those mistakes and moving on to the next play and getting involved and staying involved. And I think this is one of those games, like I said, you know, I we should expect that Tampa Bay is going to come out and challenge us to stop a run. And that means that you cannot out on the perimeter go to sleep on Tom Brady. You can't go out there and think they're going to run the ball, they're going to run the ball, they're going to run the ball, and all of a sudden Mike Evans is standing alone in the end zone. Um, you know, you got to be aware of these pieces and you got to be aware of how it's going. So um, I'll be also watching to see um, whether or not uh, Greg Newsom is still out um, during this game. Um, you know, we had some very strong efforts um, from AJ Green um, in relief of Greg Newsom last week. Um, hopefully see more of the same. Um, you know, and then, and then we get to my favorite topic, the defensive line. Um, gosh, I don't know what, I, I, I don't know what to tell people. Um, I want to see us get back to, you know, when we, we played Cincinnati, you know, we were, we weren't moving people around, but we lined our defensive ends, some of our backup defensive ends in at defensive tackle to try to generate some rush and it worked um i don't know if tampa bay is a team you can exploit in the same way but i'd like to see us try something um something different um i don't know um chase winovich will have been back now a couple weeks hopefully he'll be ready to start to get into the game and, and start giving us something um, you know, how, how those pieces fit. I mean, we just, we just need something to happen. And, and we would, I, I would be remiss. We talked all about the, the backup center issues. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't call out, um, that we actually went ahead and signed, um, another center, um, you know, his name is escaping me right this moment. Um, but the Browns went in and we actually um, signed him off of Buffalo's practice squad, of course. Um, and so looking to get a little bit more depth at center um, is valuable. Um, and I think maybe might help us a little bit, but again, this is the main position on your offensive line. So, you know, we're going to have to protect him. We're going to have to protect our backups. We're going to have to be really aware of what's happening on the offensive line. Yeah, definitely. And that, you know, we've talked about that. We got to be smart when we're uh, running plays behind that line and, and uh, you know, do what we can to protect Jacoby with that. I agree with you on that defense, you know, defensive line, it, it, you know, they are what they are right now. And, and yeah, we, so be, knowing that we do need to try some different things. And I think that was a great example of bringing in some of those backup linemen and trying some different looks, uh, just, just kind of mixing it up a little bit. It's, it's, it's worth a shot. It worked in the one game. Uh, there's no, no reason to not try it again to see if it's uh, as effective here. So I'm hoping that, that we do do that. Cause that is, a, that that's a big thing. 
Um, and that, yeah, that, that our defensive backs just continue playing a solid game. Um, they, they, they've done a really nice job, I think, all season, um, especially with the fact that we've had some injuries there covering for each other. And so if they keep going uh, and have a, a, a decent game against, you know, a pretty good set of wide receivers, uh, that, that'll give us a, hot, a good shot to be in this too. Yeah, and uh, that name that I was fishing for, Greg Mance, um, bad job out of me not having that right on the tip of my tongue, but you know, yeah, you, you know we signed Buffalo's practice squad. It's not like it's a it's a household name <laughs> yet. Maybe you know, maybe soon. <laughs> maybe maybe he helps us out and gets us over this. Um, you know, so many guys on the IR on the offensive line. So hopefully we can um, get past that. Well, we're going to go ahead and we're going to take a little bit of a break here. Um, and when we come back from our break, we're going to try to nail down um, our thoughts, our predictions for this game, um, what we think might be happening and where we might see this score shaking out. Um, so let's go ahead and we'll hear a little word from our sponsor and then we'll be right back with you. Hey everybody, it's Mark from the Cardiology Podcast, and I have an important question for you. Does your garage make you happy? If your life is anything like mine, the space in your garage just goes to waste because of overwhelming and embarrassing clutter. I mean, with all the tools, the toys, the bikes, the equipment, and whenever you open that garage door, that mess just hits you right in the gut. But it doesn't have to be that way. The team at CB's Custom Garage Interiors and More wants to help you take advantage of every inch of space your garage has to offer with their full turnkey design and installation services for garage cabinets, flooring, and other storage solutions. But don't be confused. The solutions they provide are not the cookie cutter racks and plastic bins you find at all the big box stores. From showroom quality garage flooring to durable powder-coated wood garage cabinets, CB's Custom Garage Interiors and More has everything you need to turn your garage into the organized space of your dreams and have every one of your neighbors green with envy. So if you're tired of the mess and ready to bring the garage of your dreams into your everyday reality, you owe it to yourself and your family to check out all of the fantastic solutions CBs has to offer. You can contact Chris Burdett and his team today by heading to their website at www.cbscustomgarageinteriors.com or you can give them a call at 330-542-8416. On the site, you can request a free garage makeover guide packed with all kinds of great ideas and solutions that'll spark your imagination and help you visualize all of the potential your garage has to offer. It's time to feel the joy of a garage that meets all of your functional needs and looks fantastic too. Please let Chris help you make your dreams a reality today. Call him at 330-542-8416 or check him out online at www.cbscustomgarageinteriors.com and let Chris help you love your garage again. Well, 
Welcome back to Cardiology, everyone. Well, it is time for us to put into the universe our predictions for this game. Um, as is customary on cardiology, I will yield the floor to my guest um, to for his predictions and his thoughts. So, Gary, where do, where do you see this bad boy shaking out? Yeah, um, well, as I look at this game, I, I think it's going to be a close game no matter what. I really think that we've got uh, Tampa Bay coming off a winning streak. I think, you know, Cleveland's a solid team when we want to be. And I really think that this is going to be a hard-fought battle here as, as we play it out. I'm hoping that uh, our coaching, uh, you know, gets control of the team this week and comes in with a solid game plan, although they usually come in with a good, you know, good script to play, and we usually start off strong. And but, but I'm hoping we make some adjustments this week and keep with it. But all of that said, I just think um, with the chirping we're hearing going on in the locker room with the Tampa Bay looking pretty strong. Them coming off a bye, extra time to plan for us. I'm going to have to, unfortunately, predict that Tampa Bay is going to win. Um, and I'm going to go with but with a close game. So I'm going to go 24-21 Tampa Bay. Well, you know what? I think a lot of the things you're, that you're mentioning and the things you mentioned in our earlier segment, um, I agree with. Uh, I think that, you know, this is a challenge. You're coming in you're trying to get something right the unspoken issue here is that this is likely the last game for jacoby Brissett. we have been told that sean watson is going to start right away so one um can jacoby continue to manage the emotions of that um he's been great so far in understanding his role but you know when you're a career backup you never know when your next game is going to be so um Hopefully that doesn't shake up his world too much and we're able to keep strong here um, going into this game. But I, I do think even though we may feel like the season is probably lost for some of the goals that we might have had as fans, um, there's still ground to be made by just hanging up some wins um, and get keep moving this team forward and trying to get things righted um, within that locker room and so forth. Um, now, I'm kind of with you, though. I think that my optimism for this particular game coming off the bye week has really been tempered quite a bit. Um, so uh, I am looking at this game um much the same way i think it's going to be a close game um i think that we are going to have what we need to potentially stay in the game from an offensive standpoint um it is all about the defense it's been for weeks it's going to continue to be um and i think when you are facing someone of the caliber of tom brady you can't expect him to have that many bad games um so i'm looking at this one i think it's also going to be close um you know i'm gonna be gonna be a little more pessimistic in the score i think that i am going to say tampa bay 20 uh the browns 13 um that is still a one score game um but i just i don't see um, I don't see a lot from our team here. And so 
Um, you know, hopefully the offense can prove me wrong and hang up some points. Hopefully they can hang up enough points to, to take care of and back up the defense. Um, but, uh, I just, I don't feel very great about the key areas that they need to be good in. Um, so we'll see what we get. Yeah. Hopefully we're both wrong and, uh, the Browns, you know, fix a lot of the errors that we, we pointed out and discussed this week and, and kind of make that a victory. But, uh, but yeah, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, you know, and I was hoping to break, you know, or or keep a trend where when I bet against or or I actually picked against the Browns uh before last week they won um whenever I picked against them. So I was hoping that that would happen this past week and it did not. Uh I will continue to hold out hope that I am completely wrong and and uh, don't know what the heck I'm talking about. That wouldn't be a shocker, actually. You know, it, I, I I I think it might be fair if if I was found to be not quite perfect on these things. Um, but I actually do. You know, it's it's going to be a tough one, and I'm hoping that we come back uh, on on uh, next week's episodes and we are talking about the reemergence of Nick Chubb back to himself, um, the offense clicking the way it needs to and, and having a general positive feeling going to into what is really our second season um, and seeing what we're going to get. Uh, we're going to have a ton to talk about next week after this game. Um, but um, hopefully it starts with just debriefing a strong win. Um, for now, we will just have to wait and see how the chips fall. So I want to thank you, Gary, for coming in and joining us um, for a little bit of a preview of this game. Um, in all important week 12, um, trying to keep some momentum. Well, I shouldn't say keep momentum, trying to get some momentum um, into the, to the end of this season. Um, to hopefully just feel a little bit better about the team. Um, so thanks again for for joining me. Uh, hopefully you had a good time. Oh, always have a good time. Uh, well, well, hopefully we'll have an even better time on Sunday as we root this one on. You know, we also have, this is an important sports weekend. You know, we've also got the Ohio State-Michigan game on That's Saturday. And I know... I know that you're just as big a Buckeye fan as I am. Um, so, you know, that'll be another one looking through. We'll have the we'll have the hangover from Turkey on Thanksgiving, the slate of NFL games, three games on Thanksgiving. That's that's not horrible. I, I can live with that. Um yeah. and then and then yeah, that all important game on Saturday, and then this really important game coming on Sunday. So um, hopefully we're going to be able to look back on this one and call this another great sports weekend in Ohio. Um, so let's, let's hope we're wrong, but Definitely for a lot to be thankful for. <laughs> yeah. Well, for Gary, for everybody else who helps out with the cardiology podcast, we want to say thanks for listening once again to a couple knuckleheads talking about the Browns. Um, if you want to catch any of our, past episodes or also um, just subscribe to some of our future episodes you can always check us out on your favorite streaming service so we're on amazon 
We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. So if you're if you love to listen to podcasts and you like to get the latest, please feel free to subscribe. Give us give us your feedback as you listen to the episodes. Um, if you're not a regular streamer and you just want to check us out every once in a while, you can always get us on our website, which is www.cardiologycle. That's cardiology with a K, C L E dot com. Um, and you can also use the embedded player on there if you just want to listen to an episode and get a feel for what's going on. We always welcome that as well. So for everybody out there, um, let's hope for the best. Let's get some energy going into this game. Let's get out there and hopefully lay lay a whooping on the Buccaneers as they come into the first energy stadium. So um let's get let's get hyped up gary you ready for our best barks here we go let's go all right let's go browns we'll talk to you soon everyone